You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a great Christmas and New Year. Happy New Year, by the way. Hopefully your traditions are still intact, or not traditions, sorry, your um, New Year's resolutions are still intact. I know for me, one of my New Year's resolutions was to be tidier, just in general, because I will tend to like let the house go or let the laundry go for a week and then spend all day cleaning. And I've kind of done this for a while where I just like put it off and then like knock it out all in one day. But then I thought, okay, what if I just clean a little bit each day, then I don't have to spend every Saturday cleaning. I can spend Saturday doing other things. So I'm trying it out. So far, it's been really good. I will say it's been hard some nights when I just want to be lazy, go to bed, not pick up anything. But I've been making myself do it. Brandon's been helping. It's been awesome. Brandon, he didn't necessarily say that I could share this, but I'm going for it. Um, His New Year's resolution or one of them, he had some like really great spiritual ones and he had, he has this whole like agenda and all these goals that are really great. But my favorite one is that his New Year's resolution is to not say no to me when I ask him to work out. So if I ask him to like do a workout video with me or to go running or to just work out in some way, his New Year's resolution is that he has to say yes to that. And so far, so good. So I will keep you updated. I'm really pumped about that. Um, But I want to kind of talk a little bit more today besides just New Year's resolutions and, and starting off the new year. I want to kind of go back to like the last couple of months for me. So. Basically, you know, if you've paid attention, I'm not going to redo the whole one, but life got really crazy and I just wasn't able to do the podcast. Well, through this, one of the things the Lord has shown me is that also during this time that life got really crazy, I honestly realized that I took my eyes off of Jesus a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean like, quite a bit. I still thought about Jesus and I would still pray and and I would still read my Bible almost every day and and do my quiet time. But I wasn't like focused on Jesus. I didn't just think about Jesus and I didn't um just spend time talking to him and and just asking him to tell me more about himself or to show me more of himself or just spending time with him. Most of the time, kind of the last month and a half of the year, when I went to Jesus or when I went to the Lord, it was always for me to get something. I, I needed something. I was in some kind of, you know, mini crisis in my life. Um, I couldn't find my keys or I couldn't make it through the one more person you know, asking a question or just fill in the blank. Um, some of them, you know, were legitimate, like, okay, this is tough, Jesus, I need your help. And and not that finding your keys isn't legitimate, but I just found myself realizing that I was talking to Jesus a lot, talking to the Lord throughout the day, but it was when I needed something only. I was very focused on getting 
my agenda done? Like, what does Jackie have to do today? And when anything would mess up that agenda, anything would throw that off, I would get really frustrated really quickly. And I might not always show it, but I definitely internally showed it. And it definitely came out at home, like with Brandon or or even with my family um, or our families over the break sometime. And so the the Sunday before Christmas, we really, our church really just focused on Jesus and, and our pastor um, really had us to just focus on Jesus and play this great song um, that was just about us really reorienting ourselves on him. And it made me realize over the past few weeks that I had been manufacturing fruit. So I did this whole, you know, podcast series on the fruit of the spirit and what the fruit of the spirit looks like and broke each one of them down. And um, I still think that that was good. This was was before the, the month and a half that I was kind of struggling. But I realized that I was trying to, to manufacture or create love or patience or kindness or gentleness. And then I found myself getting really frustrated or um, just not having patience. I found myself lacking patience and, and thinking, gosh, why am I not patient? This is annoying. Or I found myself not really thinking about being gentle or not being loving or, or having a hard time with self-control in, in certain areas. And the Lord, you know, showed me one day when I was driving, just this analogy came to mind of, of I said, the analogy that came to mind was veggie straws. Brandon said fruit snacks might be a little bit better analogy. So I'll go with the fruit snacks. But basically... What I was doing is I was like using, I was trying to have fruit snacks and say that like, that's my fruit for my day, for my week, for my life. Like I'm just, I'm going to eat fruit snacks and I'm going to make it because it looks like a strawberry. It's the same color as a strawberry. It's called a strawberry fruit snack. It has the same name, but when it comes down to it, the nutritional value of a fruit snack that looks like a strawberry or a fruit snack that looks like an orange or apple or grape has like zero nutritional value, right? Like there's, it's a manufactured fruit. It's not real. It's not actually a fruit. And you would laugh at me if I said, yeah, yeah, I'm getting my fruit. If I go to my doctor and my doctor's like, so... How's your how's your diet? Do you eat fruits and vegetables? And I say, yeah, I mean, I eat veggie straws and fruit snacks, so I'm good, right? And the doctor would like laugh because they think I was joking because that's not real, right? It's not real food, it's manufactured. And so when we tried to, I realized, manufacture the fruit of the spirit as believers, when we try to like do it all on our own, then it's gonna get, we're gonna be really exhausted, right? It's gonna get really hard. We're gonna get annoyed really quickly because we are not, as humans, naturally able to, I don't think, withstand or maintain the fruit of the Spirit. There's a reason that it's called the fruit of the Spirit. In John chapter 15, if some of, some people may be familiar with this. If not, that's okay. But John chapter 15, verse 1, Jesus is talking here. So Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. 
every branch in me that does not produce fruit, he, my father, removes. And he prunes every branch that produces fruit so that it will produce more fruit. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Verse 4 and 5 are where I want to focus. Jesus says, Remain in me, and I in you. Just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, and you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. So this is a, this verse, there's a lot here. There is so much here. But what I want to, to focus on is that really verse four and five, where Jesus is saying that without him, without us remaining in him, we can do nothing. Okay, without him, if we're not remaining in him, if we're not just focused on Jesus and giving our attention to Jesus and loving him and just learning more about him, not so that we can be puffed up and prideful, but learning more about him to know him in the way that, you know, if you remember, if you've ever been, um, if you're married, if you remember back to like a relationship or if you've ever been in a relationship and you just you just want to get to know the other person. Like you just want to know everything about them because you just love them so much. You want to know all the things. You just want to sit and listen to them. Like that's how we should know Jesus and want to know Jesus. That's what it looks like, I think. Those are the steps to to remaining in Jesus is, is yes, we want to ask him. There, there are many verses in the Bible that says to ask the Lord of things. But I think that, we can't remain fully in Jesus. We're not fully living that out if all we're doing is asking him to deal with all of our, our crises throughout the day. If we're just like, hey, God, can you fix this chaotic? Hey, can you do this? Hey, God, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Like, I don't have kids yet, but I've been around kids and, and students. And if, you just, if you've ever been in a situation or know someone who they only come to you whenever they need something and they're always just, Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do this? That is kind of annoying, right? That's not really building a relationship. That's not remaining in someone. And so Jesus wants us to remain in him. So that way, fruit, like he says, will be produced. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit. So when we are focused on him, when our attention is on him, then we are like a vine. We are a branch on his vine, right? And so fruit is naturally going to come from that. It, it's, we're not going to have to manufacture or, or work up love. This doesn't mean we don't, we don't consciously sometimes choose joy or choose to love someone, but it, I don't think, and I've, I'm saying this from personal experience, it, it doesn't take as much work. It doesn't feel as exhausting whenever I'm focused on Jesus and loving someone as opposed to when I'm thinking, gosh, I really don't like this person right now, but I think as a Christian, I'm supposed to love them. And so I'm really trying really hard. Oh, I just can't do it today. I give up, right? There's a difference in that thinking. And then in like really just like without you even realizing it, thinking, man, my heart's breaking for this person. I love them. I, 
I feel compassion for them. I want to help them. And so my encouragement to you is is maybe read through John 15 on your own. Go back over those verses and, and just ask God to show you if you're trying to manufacture fruit of the Spirit, if you're trying to create it on your own, because good Christians are supposed to have love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and self-control, or if you are actually bearing those things, if your life and if you are producing that simply because you are focused on Jesus. Because when we're focused on Jesus and He is creating that fruit in us, then we're able to be who we were created to be.